Buenas noches and hello to all of our friends around the world. My name's Stan Steindl uh, and with me is James Kirby. Good hello, to see James. you, Stan. Good to see you. Uh, we're here from the Compassion Initiative podcast series. And uh, today we were going to talk about a little program that I'm running along with my colleague, Dr. Kira Buchanan. It is a self-compassion for eating and weight concerns program. Mm. Uh, and I suppose one of the things that, that researchers found um, over recent times uh, to be an important construct um, in the maintenance of, of eating and weight concerns is shame. Right. Um, shame... We've kind of conceptualized shame sort of as, as figuratively dwelling in the darker corners of our mind, uh, being held often in secret, um, and yet kind of through related concepts of disgust or contempt or humiliation, and, and perhaps also kind of self-criticism, um, our shame can work feverishly. Uh, to erode away our sense of worthiness, our sense of value of ourselves, and, and our sense of confidence. And it's kind of in this way that shame can play a, a central role in, in maintaining difficulties around these sort of eating behaviours yes. and, and concerns about weight. Um, I wondered, what, what's your take from a compassion-focused therapy point of view uh, about shame and, and conceptually what, what that really is. Yes, and, uh, uh, you know, compassion-focused therapy, when Paul sort of started it, um, it really was um, developed in many ways for the people who are really struggling with shame and self-criticism. So it's really at the heart of the therapy in many ways. And I'm certainly not a shame expert, but um, in reading a lot of Paul's work, that he discusses a lot of the different literature that's now been written about shame and in CFT at least they sort of look at shame um, as being both an external experience and an internal experience and, and what I mean by that I mean if you just take the example of what you're talking about there with food and weight um, an external shame thought is really around um, you know I can't get an, a boyfriend or a girlfriend because they all think I'm very overweight and fat and not very attractive an internal shame thought around that same experience might be I'm really pathetic you know, I sh you know, I can't even look after my weight. I can't even be thin. I'm, I'm useless. Mm. I'm worthless. Mm. And so there's an external shame, and that is what we see um, and think about it in the minds of others. And then the internal shame experience in terms of how we see ourselves in relation to the, the thing that brings upon the shame as well. Mm. And then that kind of goes on to uh, influence, I suppose, how people behave. Oh, sure, sure, absolutely. And and that sort of shame is really coming from a threat-based orientation. And so we'll then engage in a lot of um, protection-based strategies which can actually cause us more harm. You know, we might isolate ourselves more and withdraw more mm. or even go and eat more or drink mm. more um, to deal with that short-term painful experience we're, we're going through. Mm. Um, and again, not any fault of their own. They're just trying their best they can in that moment because shame is really quite a difficult um, experience. Mm. And we've noticed that there becomes a kind of 
oscillating between uh, starvation or most behaviours. I'm not going to eat anything mm. today. I'm not. I'm going I'm to not have breakfast or lunch because um, I need to change, and then oscillating towards overeating behaviours. Right. Um, the, the the restrictive eating or starvation almost causes a swing to the other side of, mm. of overeating. Mm. We've called our program Radiance ah. uh, because, you know, again, figuratively speaking, uh, our goal here is to kind of shed light on all these darker corners mm. of our mind and, and instead kind of radiate kindness, uh, wisdom, courage and compassion um, you know, from ourselves and to ourselves. Uh, so I guess self-compassion in this way is an important antidote to the shame that we may feel. Yes. Um, and thus allows us to accept ourselves for who we are, uh, the good bits, the not-so-good bits, and treat ourselves like we would treat someone we truly love. Mm-hmm. And I guess the first thing that comes to my mind with with the program is, is this something you're currently delivering with Kira or yes yeah so we we've um, developed the program manual mm. and we've drawn especially on the work of of Goss and Alan who have developed um, CFTE so that's CFT for eating disorders oh, okay um, but we've also drawn a little bit on the approach taken by Colts in his CFT for anger, right. um, and developed a, a manual that that isn't so much for uh, eating disorders per se, because mm. we recognise that often there's a, a much more comprehensive approach that that's needed right, in yeah. those situations. But rather, um, it's a an intervention for people who um, are you know working and, and living their lives and doing their thing, but along the along the way they carry this this burden of concern mm. around their, their weight and shape and eating and, mm. and those sorts of things. So it's a it's an eight-session uh, program, um, and we really spend a fair bit of time at the beginning uh, trying to create a safe environment, yes. basically, um, getting to know one another, sharing a little bit, um, understanding each other's hopes and fears for the program itself, um, and making sure that we just establish some guidelines for the group and, and how we work together um, through the sessions. But really the first priority is about creating a place and a group that feels safe, mm. given we are trying to address you know, concerns around shame, mm. uh, trying to make the environment safe. Yeah, I think that's critical. And, I mean, often when I think of shame, um, I often think to myself, you know, this is stuff that I'm thinking in my mind that I don't want to share with somebody else, right? If you knew this about me... Um, you wouldn't like me very much or you might think that I'm somewhat of a, you know, there's something wrong with me fundamentally. Mm. Um, so I think when you start to talk about shame in a group context, creating some safeness to explore these difficult, con- mm. con- you know, areas is, is key. And so um, we try to make sure that everyone's feeling um, very accepted um, and also just we, we, we obviously are very um, happy for people to share as much or as little as they wish. Mm. Um, but we then go on to, to sort of um, take a, a compassion-focused therapy-based approach. We, we explore the, the evolutionary models of compassion, 
um, the evolution of the human brain, the enormous strengths that it's offered us for our survival, as, as well as some of the problems it creates for us. The tricky brain. Yes. Um, and um, we try to understand that a lot of this stuff, our thoughts and feelings and difficult emotions and so on, are not our fault, but rather a product of our tricky brains. Um, and uh, we try to clarify this model. So it really helps to guide us towards way to manage our motivations and drives and thoughts and feelings and behavior, especially around eating. Mm. Um, and instead, um, exploring ways to activate our compassionate self, mm. uh, the soothing parts of, of, our, of our brain and, and our mind um, uh, that are also there and also powerfully adaptive aspects of, of human nature. During the course of the, the, the program, I'm kind of thinking, is the idea to sort of take that kind of almost very critical, um, very sort of shameful way of relating to perhaps eating and, and body weight and try to create an alternative view which is more uh, compassionate to the understanding that we all have difficulties with this. You know, I don't know, um, well, in, in just personally in my experience, many people who don't have sometimes a love-hate relationship with food, you know, um, all I can think of is, you know, whenever you go through one of those big holidays, Easter or Christmas, I don't know of anybody who says, oh, I didn't really eat that much. <laughs> it's overeating, sort of over getting into it. And then it can be, oh, i got to now stay away from all of that, but not in a kind, caring way, in a more of a, a punishment kind of a way. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's right. We're, one of the focuses along the way in the program is, is, is developing and then being able to activate the compassionate self mm. so that the compassionate self really approaches the situation around eating with kindness, with wisdom, and with courage. Right. Uh, and, um, and that might include... Uh, identifying certain changes in behaviour or setting certain intentions mm. around changes in behaviour. For example, we do also um, draw quite a bit on Fairburn's theory okay. um, around eating and, and weight, um, particularly um, the role of overconcern about weight or shape, um, this notion of restrictive um, eating behaviours uh, in response to that concern and, and generally the, the s a sense of poor emotion regulation and and how all of those things together really do tend to maintain mm. um, eating disorders or, or, or concerns around eating and so um, it, it often in our program we talk about things like um, regular eating and, and other uh, sorts of ideas to address those uh, three components from Fairburn as well. I mean this is something I think uh, you know we could talk about all day uh, uh, but in, in sort of wrapping it up, I'm, I'm thinking, is this program available for people who would like to sort of participate in, or is it perhaps being uh, researched uh, in a university setting? So we have um, we are running our kind of pilot group at the moment. We have a second group that is scheduled to begin on June the eighth, mm -hmm. uh, and people are certainly. Um, uh, it's available for people to, to join. Mm. And uh, probably next year, we, we are going to look at properly evaluating um, the, the Radiance program and, oh, excellent. and see how it might 
be effective. I think we've also got a link to it on the on the compassioninitiative.com.au uh, website there um, that people can have a look into further, um, which highlights uh, what Stan and Kira are doing um, in this space. So please hop on and check it out. Thanks, James. Thank you, Stan. Good on you, mate.